Welcome to the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. This is for all women, vagina CEOs, even men, and all people everywhere who want to better understand vaginal health. Y'all, I'm preaching the vagina gospel and sharing the truth worldwide. Hallelujah! I'm Dr. Janelle Howell, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and your go-to resource for all things vaginal health, pelvic floor fitness, and sexual wellness. I'm teaching you everything your mama didn't about your vagina. Thank you so much for tuning into the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast today. We're going to be talking about something very near and dear to my heart because I have so much love for my vaginismus community. Before we get into the topic today, I want to remind you to leave me a five-star raving review. If you've been coming back every week or if you've listened to at least one episode and you enjoyed it, if you got some value, if you learned something new, I want to invite you to exchange with me some support. So give me some support. Leave me a five-star review and make sure that you're subscribed to this podcast. All right, y'all. So we're going to be talking about how to go from dilators to writing and how to progress from vaginismus to penetrative sex. So vaginismus is a condition that can lead to pelvic floor muscle tightening whenever there is an attempt at vaginal insertion, which can literally limit or make it impossible to achieve things like tampon insertion, intercourse, pelvic exams, inserting a finger. All of these things can literally be impossible for years. Imagine saving yourself for marriage. This is a common term that people use, right? Imagine you have decided to wait until marriage. You get married because you waited. You've never put anything into your vagina. You've never put a penis in there, a toy in there, a finger in there. And then you're surprised that nothing can get in. And it is extremely painful. It is excruciatingly painful when you try to let that penis in. It feels like glass. It feels like burning, sharp, just really tight pain and you can't handle it and nothing can get in or let's say it doesn't really hurt so much but you feel like you're hitting a brick wall this is a common symptom that people with vaginismus experience that feeling that something is hitting a brick wall so you could be trying to have penetrative sex and this is happening it's just not going in it doesn't matter how much lube you use it doesn't matter how relaxed you get it doesn't matter how much wine you drink You are not able to get the penis in the vagina, the sex toy in the vagina, your finger in your vagina, your tampon in your vagina. And there's also something called situational vaginismus. So there are some people with vaginismus who can only have penetrative sex, but they can't put in a tampon or they can't get a pelvic exam. Or let's say you can put in a tampon, but when it comes to having penetration in vagina sex, that's not happening. I'm going to refer to that as PIV penetration in vagina so you're not able to achieve that some people also refer to piv as penis in vagina so you're not able to achieve this and this is vaginismus let me tell you that vaginismus is curable it's curable i don't care if you've been married for 10 years and you've never been able to have penetrative sex or let's say you're 26 now and when you were 16 you noticed that you couldn't get in a tampon and you're still struggling with that. It's curable. It's curable. Vaginismus is a psychosexual condition that typically associates or has two things involved. A fear of vaginal insertion or a fear of sex, typically because of pain. 
That's what we see commonly is that there is fear of pain, fear of insertion, distress associated with sex, avoidance, right? So that's the psychological involvement. That in combination with pelvic floor muscle dysfunction, typically excess vaginal muscle tightness can contribute to the muscles feeling closed whenever there is an attempt at vaginal insertion. Now, we typically thought that there was this involuntary muscle contraction that happens, but that has actually been debunked. Recent research has has showed us that that's actually not happening when we compare women and people who just have painful intercourse that can actually achieve penetration, but it's hurting. And then we compare them to women who don't have the ability to achieve penetration, so vaginismus. When we compare them, this is what we're seeing. We're seeing that there's no spasm that only happens to those with vaginismus. And sometimes it doesn't even happen at all, the spasm. But what we do find, what we have seen according to literature, is increased vaginal tightness, excess. It's so much that it's very difficult or impossible for anything to get in, or it will be very painful if it happened. And number two, typically distress, fear of pain, fear of sex, fear of insertion associated with sex or things going into the vagina. So that's vaginismus. So we have to get rid of this idea that there is this automatic spasm that's happening. Sometimes we may feel like we don't have a lot of control over those muscles because our muscles are used to staying tense. And because of the fear, the muscles are contracting upon attempt at insertion. But it it is not actually only the attempt at insertion. Anytime we feel anxiety, anytime we feel fear, anytime we feel anxious in a sudden way, the pelvic floor muscle contracts, even if you don't have vaginismus. So it's important to sort of get to the get to the foundation of what vaginismus really is before we can really talk about how to move from dilation to writing. And I'm saying writing because I've noticed that a lot of people in my vaginismus community, and when I say my vaginismus community, I'm talking about my email club. These are my people who I send emails to usually at least once a week, sometimes two times a week. If I go on a vacation or something, I may, you know, slow down. But for the most part, I'm in your inbox. I'm sending you things that can help you heal, help you understand yourself, products, resources, things that I'm selling that can help you move forward. So my vaginismus community definitely includes my vaginismus email gang, right? So that's that. Then I have my one-on-one clients that I work with who have vaginismus. Then I have customers who are buying my e-guides. I have a vaginismus to vaginalicious e-guide. I have a vagina CEO release e-guide. Both of those guys have helped people to cancel their vaginismus and actually start riding. All right, start getting it in, start getting that penis in the vagina. And I feel so liberated that I can actually say this on this podcast because on Instagram, my stuff would get censored, right? So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be saying actual words here. If you're uncomfortable, mm, I'm sorry, mm, nothing I can do about it. Mm. So, that is, so that is vaginismus. And what I've seen with my community, customers, clients, and my email community, this is what I've seen with them, that when it comes to actually progressing and graduating from the dilators. Dilators are these plastic or silicone devices that look like dildos, but they're more smooth and they go from really small ones to bigger sizes. So if you're having fear associated with vaginal insertion, we can't just tell you to insert some big old thing into your vagina. That's going to be frightening, right? So we start you off with a small dilator, 
which is typically silicone or plastic, and then they have different sizes. Some sets come in sets of eight, some sets come in sets of five, and this helps us to get you to be more relaxed with insertion. So that's the psychological getting you used to things going into your vagina. But then it also helps with stretching your pelvic floor muscles that are way too tight. And so these dilators are helping with that. But if I could just let you in on a secret, this is the secret that I'm finding, is that because vaginismus is so heavy, there is the social implication of this condition. There is sex all around us. We go into the store, we go into the mall and we're shopping and we're listening to songs about sex. We talk to our friends and they're in the group chat talking about sex. We go on social media and everything's about sex. We talk to even our family or our mom and they may even mention sex and they may even be assuming that you're having it. So there's this social pressure that you have to have intercourse or you have to be able to get things into your vagina. And when that's not achieved, man, that can really break you. That can make you feel like you're broken. That can make you feel shame. That can make you feel like there's no hope. That can make you feel like you're weird. And why is everyone else able to do something that I can't do and it's been taking me years to achieve? I want to let you know that you are not broken. If you're having a lot of pain, you're not able to have sex right now, you're not able to achieve penetration right now, you are not broken. And here's the secret I wanted to let you know. For my community, my people who are, are getting better, they're riding, they're in cowgirl, they're having intercourse, they're getting their tampons in, they're getting their dildos in, they're having fun. This is what I'm saying. Number one, they are consistent with dilation. They set a schedule either on their own or they're meeting with me every single week. It is the people that I meet with more regularly that get better quicker. It is not those people who are having a million things and they cannot see me regularly. They're getting better slower. It is the consistency. It is the commitment that is going to help you. You have to train your vagina to receive better. And those dilators do a great job at helping you do that. The exercises help you do that. And that's my vagina CEO, Releasey Guy. I, listen, I'm going to share a testimonial from someone who literally sent me this message this week about her experience with vaginismus and how she was able to overcome it just from my Releasey Guy. This is what she said. I'm not lying to you. I'm reading it right here. She said, I swear. I used your guide once. She's referring to the release e-guide, the vagina CEO release e-guide. She said, I did one round of all of the exercises, all of them, and I have 19. But I also stopped constantly sucking in my stomach muscles as I walked around. I just had PIV sex for the first time in two and a half years. PIV is penis and vagina for her. And that time... I've used dilators and could never progress past the medium ones. I couldn't believe it. I cried with happiness after it happened. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And she put heart emojis. Y'all, this was from a $19 e-guide. So even if you can't do the dilation all the time, can you do the exercises? And it may not happen, <laughs> it may not happen to you after the first time like it did for her. She used the e-guide exercises one time and she was able to do it. And for her, I'm just going to guess what happened to her. What happened to her, this is my guess, is that she was dilating, right? So she was stretching her vagina, but she may not have been able to realize how to relax her vagina. If you are constantly gripping and you don't even realize that you're gripping, when something tries to go in, when you try to have sex with your husband, when you try to get the tampon in, 
when you try to have sex with your boyfriend, whatever it is, if you're not aware of what it takes to let go and release and keep those muscles open, that could be preventing you. That could be making it a lot harder to achieve insertion. So I am guessing that that's what happened to her because in my vagina CEO release guide, I talk about what it feels like to let go. I give you imagery. I give you so many different examples of what it's like to actually feel your muscles letting go. A blueberry is one of them. Let go of your vagina like you want blueberries to start falling out of your vagina. Really let go because there are some big blueberries that need to come out. Let go all the way. You're not pushing out. You're just letting go. That's one example. But I give other examples, imagery, things that you can visually see to help you let go of tension. So you all, it is the consistency of the dilation, number one. Pick a frequency, maybe three times a week, maybe four times a week, maybe twice a week, but stick with it like jelly and peanut butter. Combine those two things together. You and your dilators need to be meeting up every single week. This can help you overcome, okay? Number two is the exercises because sometimes we don't know how to connect to our vagina. We're unaware. We don't know when we're tensing. We don't know what it feels like to let go. This is holding us back. So pelvic floor relaxation exercises can help you do those at least two to three times a week for about 15 to 20 minutes. Number three, get some support. If you've been trying to do this alone for years and there is no support, you need support. It's not about you being broken. It's not about you being weak. It's not about you being weird. We are social beings created to be connected to one another. We are created to be connected to one another. We are not created to be isolated and to feel alone and to feel broken, and to feel shame. Millions and billions of women worldwide are struggling with vaginismus. And I'm here to connect you to each other and to also give you my educational support. Join my email club with the show notes. Learn free information from me. If you want to learn directly from me or from a pelvic floor physical therapist that works with me one-on-one with coaching, there's a link for that. If you can't do that, Follow my account religiously, read the captions, do the exercises, get the e-guide, the $19 e-guide, do it. That's getting support. That is what I'm here for. That is my whole career to support you and to help you achieve your goals. You can do it. And even if your goal is not vaginismus, I want to let you know that if it's pelvic floor muscle tightness, if it's prolapse, if it's incontinence, If it's endometriosis, if it's polycystic ovarian syndrome, we can grow, we can heal, we can evolve. We are here to heal, grow, and evolve. So don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your body and know that you can go from dilators to writing. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I am so, so excited that you stayed to the end. Please tune in again next Monday for another episode of the Vagina Rehab Doctor Podcast. Bye-bye.